Hey fam, I'm Simone Boyce. I'm Danielle Robay. And we're the hosts of The Bright Side, the podcast from Hell of Sunshine that's guaranteed to light up your day. Like our recent episode with sisters Regina and Raina King about the why behind their production company, Royal Ties. We have such a huge love for storytelling without walls, without barriers. Listen to The Bright Side from Hello Sunshine on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in L.A., And I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives. From Tenderfoot TV, this is To Die For. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, this is Kurt Woodsmith. You remember me from such TV comedies as That 70s Show and That 90s Show on Netflix. I'll never forget the words that my grandfather said just before he kicked the bucket. He said, watch how far I can kick this bucket. People ask me where I get my dad jokes from. I tell them to listen to the Daily Dad Jokes podcast. Listen to Daily Dad Jokes every day on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hello, from Wonder Media Network, I'm Jenny Kaplan, host of Womanica a daily podcast that introduces you to the fascinating lives women history has forgotten. We've always been intrigued by stories of disappearances. Whether it's a fraudster from the 17th century who kept evading the authorities, or a novelist who taunted the Nazis and faked her own death, we all want to know, what happened next? To find out, listen to Womanica on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. And there's there was a big shipment of the petroleum jelly, so we could start. Oh, oh! Tell the viewers, tell the Guys, listeners about. Uh, we have yeah. a fantastic product, you know. And this I don't like exciting. to. I don't talk about stuff unless I know it's good and I know That's it's true. quality. And mm-hmm. we have beautiful bottles too, but or oh j- nice, nice. There's just nice packaging, and it's a lot of yeah. packaging. Yeah. But guys, let me tell you about something petroleum jelly. Okay, people call mm-hmm. it Vaseline. We don't we don't need to talk about them. No, we don't need um, that. We don't need that stuff because that's got it's corrupted somehow. But mm. ours, Man Thinkers petroleum jelly, I I love this stuff. I'm just constantly it's on my hands. Ooh. Guys, and you can't see Dan right now obviously. He is glistening. I mean, this man yes. looks like a basted turkey on Thanksgiving morning. Just mm. delicious looking boy. And I'll tell you, our Vaseline is top notch. I mean, jelly. the ingredients we use, uh, uh, excuse me, our petroleum jelly is top notch. I mean, the, oh my god! First of all, where we're getting our petro, our petroleum, it's, our petro is coming from the finest sources. All right, we're talking Saudi Arabia. We're talking any place. Uh, a lot, a lot of it's from Saudi Arabia. I would say most of it is from Saudi Arabia. But this is what we're told, and that's all we know. We work with real people. You mm-hmm. know, small petrol stations. Small. Oh yeah, we're community-based talking. petroleum jelly. Now look, some sources might say, "Hey, don't get the man thinkers petroleum jelly." It, do, it breaks down. It becomes sort of a cracked, waxy powder. Yeah. I mean, um, some people have even said when they receive the jugs in the mail, they're empty. And they say, right. you guys conned me into buying a jar of nothingness. And it's like, no, no, no. The petrol was in there. It just broke right. down during the shipment process. That's not our fault. Right. And you, you feel, here's the thing. Feel the bottom of the box that it came in. And guys, this is on you. 
feel the bottom of the box if it's soggy. The outside of the box, if it's soggy, okay, then something went wrong in the shipment, okay? Because that was Yeah, but the, you know, if it's so, if you got a soggy bottom box, you right. know that you had at one point petrol in your jar. It just right. disintegrated it, by the time it arrived. It's yes, but that it is not typical. We have both had fantastic experience fantastic. with this. You can put it, it in your car, guys. It's petrol. Yeah. It's yeah. so many purposes. Uses. You could use it as oil for your car. You can so wax up uses. your body. I've used it actually, Dan. I was uh, I, I I didn't know if I was going to kind of keep this to myself, but we might as well tell everyone. I recently had my first sexual experience in a long, long time, and I used the petrol as loop, as a lubricant. I don't think you're supposed to do that, but that's good. But I don't think you're supposed to. You do know, that. that's interesting. You say that because it did. I found it to be somewhat of an irritant on my yeah. on my member, and then I uh, I kind of freaked out. Um, All right, guys, we'll get the pe- get the petroleum jelly though. Yeah, um, I just, I, Dan, I feel like sometimes when I talk about my problems, you just you just move on. You don't even like I'm trying to open up to you as my friend. Now you just, we're recording well, the show. But what am I supposed? My penis is bright red, and I don't know like I what, think it hurts. Penises and can, can range in colors. Sure, but it's not normally uh, a fiery red. And now I look like well, it's like a lobster. Give it two My weeks. Groin give is it like two weeks. Lobster. Two weeks. What am I? What if it's gone? By just then? because it's yes. If it's gone, then you'll say okay. That's what it was. That was meant to be. All right. Well, but Dan, I gotta just ask you real quick. Why do I have to keep the petrol too? Like, why can't I'll take the sand and then you keep the petrol? My place. I am like up I'm, to my I'm fucking f- ass. I'm full. I'm full. With what? You don't have a life. You don't do. You got no kids. You got no friends. You don't have a lover. You got nothing. I. But I just. I can't. My space. Uh, I can't. That's just not a satisfying answer for me. I just that is no details there. Just can't I can't get that stuff and bring it into the into the home. It's just not gonna it can't in that it can't. In that situation, it can't occur. I just feel like maybe I should take a bigger percentage of the cut then. Maybe I get sixty, seventy percent. That would be wrong. Why? I'm doing all the work. It's a team. (sighs) Yeah, sometimes I fucking rue the day I teamed up with you, but anyway. You're listening to the Man Thinkers Podcast. A show that forges a new roadmap for the modern man on how to best live life. I'm George Collins, a former liberal cuckold. And I'm Dan Finkelstein, a staunch libertarian incel. This is a safe space from safe spaces. Yeah, but Dan, I uh, yeah. I don't know if you know, because I know you've been kind of homeless recently, but I got a great piece of land. Oh, really? Yeah, it's in the woods. It's deep in the woods. There's We're building some cabins now, kind of building a, a whole sort of structure, a whole sort of compound, you could call it. So we're really making progress here, man. And like I said, the, the doors are always open. If you want to come you know, live with us and start to kind of follow my teachings, I, I'd love to have you. So, you know, it, it's uh, I I'm proud of you for being for starting the cult, taking the initiative. Yeah. I think that's a lot. Of, Absolutely. I think that's the problem with a lot of beginning cults right. is that the leaders don't take enough initiative, right. don't pick themselves up by their bootstraps, right. say it. Hey, I'm starting a cult. Let's get going. Let's start building in the woods. Because right. it doesn't even sound like you know exactly what you guys are going to be building and why. But what's important is that you're going. Well, we're developing colonism, George Collins okay. colonism. And that's sort of what I'm calling oh, wow. it. And, uh, you know, basic the basic tenets in my mind are just kind of do what I say and uh, okay. help me be comfortable. You know what I mean? And so I... I right. And, and, and these so many these spiritual folk, you know, they're so open-minded and they're so mm-hmm. gullible. And so it's, it's, it hasn't been that hard yet. Because also I've made so many connections from 
from all the different cults I've been a part of that right, right. now we have a kind of a, you know, Easy it's a small community right now, but I think we're growing. And honestly, you know, I just really can't wait till I get to the point where we're actively recruiting good looking women, you know, who will look up to me and kind of maybe have sex with me. And then I can just really rub it in it my wife's face because she thinks, you know, she said open marriage and blah, blah, blah. And then, you know, Pablo and Paolo and all these people she's sleeping with. I started a freaking cult and eventually it'll be a sex cult. And then I can really say, hey, open marriage, my ass, you know, who, so this who is, won here? This whole thing is sort of revenge. Well, you know, we're a bit of a, I think that's sort of the route I want to take is a revenge cult. Hey, anyone out mm. there who feels lost and who feels like they were betrayed by someone and they want to take revenge, come up and learn about the tenets of colonism. And we will teach you how to enact this revenge. That's why I think it would really appeal to you, Dan, because oh, you're wow. such an angry guy. Right now, the members are all men, which I don't like as much as I love mm. men. It just seems to not. Well, that's good. You want to have, you you want to be, Yeah. you want to dislike the cult that you're starting to get it to be the better cult that it deserves Exactly. To be. I mean, it seems like right now. If you were satisfied with the cult, you already, you, you'd be done. I know, it's true. But if this is sort of a long revenge play for me being so hurt about my wife forcing an open marriage on me and then sleeping with men who are far better looking than I am, I do need some women to kind of be a part of this cult at some point. And so I just, I'm not quite sure why mm -hmm. it doesn't appeal to women. I mean, I explained to my female prospects, I say, listen, come hang out with me and, and maybe one day we'll have sex. I don't know. They're kind of like, what are you talking about? And so I, I don't I don't know, maybe I'm pitching it wrong, but... Um, I like how you put the things just straight out yeah. there, that, that you're not even hiding, hey, this cult is about me and it's about getting me the stuff I want Absolutely. and I want to have sex. I think that too many cults lack transparency. I think, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like that was one of the things is you feel duped, you feel tricked. And I'm saying, no, 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 I'm not trying to right. trick you in anything. No tricking. Here's what we're going to do. Straightforward cult. Yeah, you're going to waste your life hanging out with me and treating me like I'm a guru and maybe we'll have sex and, you know, I'll fuck with your mind and you'll get revenge on some people that you hate and somehow I'll kind of twist it around and such that your revenge is relying upon, you know, a sexual experience with me or something like that. You know, we'll see. Look, I put a lot of money into this plot of land, so it kind of has to work mm. at this point. Yeah, because I've heard, I have been, you know, I go to the library sometimes for some cool air conditioning yeah, and uh, and I, well, but I heard that um, I talked to one of the librarians there and they said on some of the days that I'm not yeah. there, you're actually there. Well, that you're there kind of taking out stacks of books and sleeping and using the restrooms for maybe more than just, you know, peeing and pooping, well, shaving and Sure. Yeah. Here's the thing. Yeah. I started going there to check in on you because right. I was concerned, you right. know, and, totally. um, you know, I've seen you there. I kind of avoid you because I can tell you're not yeah, yeah. popular there. And I kind of want to get on everyone's good graces because the library is a great uh -huh. place to recruit for a cult. When you think about it, there's a lot of psychotics totally, yeah. that hang out there all mm -hmm. day like yourself. And so mm -hmm. that's how it started. Yeah. At the end of the day, I'm not so much homeless the way you are, Dan, although, yeah. you know, I have a compound. There's not really a place. There's not a home there, but I have a compound. It's so I have a built. place to be. But here's the thing. I need my followers to kind of think that I'm like doing stuff all day. So gotcha. what I do is I just go there with a big bottle of orange juice and I set yeah. up in the corner and I sit my OJ and I, you know, I sleep, I hang out, whatever. And then I check my watch, it's 5 p.m. And they say, oh, the library's closing in an hour. And I go, great. And I get up and I and I go back to the compound and they're like, oh, what'd you do today? And I'm like, I did a bunch of cult stuff. I did a bunch of stuff. And they're like, wow, he's so no, busy. No, and I'm, I'm the same way. I'm right. I'm exactly the right. same way with a lot of the, the podcast stuff. You know, I'm talking to producers. Right. We're feeling all kinds of calls for quality control on our products. Right. And I'm supposed to be there. I'm supposed to be a part of those calls. But what typically what I do is I go out, mm. I get just a big old thing of yogurt yeah. and uh, I head on down to the library. I check out some books and I 
snooze away the day right. and it hits five o'clock and I see you in there. I do see you in there. I do see I you. I see in you there. in there. I, I don't you. want to say anything though. And you seem busy. Yeah, no, exactly. And so end of the day comes and these people, you know, I talk to the people that are working on our show, working really hard and they're like, where were you? You were supposed to be on supposed the call be working because customer the support, petroleum right. jelly. I was doing tons of stuff for the show right. and I think it's a great system. And little do they and, know you that know, you're I, just checking out at the library and thinkers, you know, listen, this has been Dan and I on our own both yeah. developed this personal strategy and we don't acknowledge each other in the library, but we're both there. No. And I will say, if there's something in your life you're just trying to avoid thinkers and you just want to kind of check out, go to your public library. It's open all day. You got to take advantage of you this stuff, guys, guys, because if you're, if you're not, you're not taking advantage of what the liberals say is supposed to be, you know, their utopian society where everyone gets free books oh all the God. time. Okay, well, then I get a free place to sleep. Exactly. And eat my yogurt. And, and a free place to hide while other people mm -hmm. make incorrect assumptions that I'm actually doing something important and productive. They and that's do the not value. say. Yeah. They do not say at the library that you can't hide here. Exactly. And thus, you can hide right. there. It is a sanctuary in that sense. It really is, thinkers. And we're coming to the end of the season here, guys. So we just want to make sure you have all the kind of life hacks. And a big life hack it, yeah. is waste and your it, life yeah. at the library. But make sure you bring some hide. sustenance. Orange juice, yogurt. You're a big fan of the drinkable yogurt. yogurts, aren't you, Dan? Kefir. Yes. I thought you were allergic to dairy. I am. Okay. So, well, it seems like things are going really well for us. Absolutely. One other thing that's going on at the end, it's the end of the season. It really is. People are still asking, and I know that they're getting these calls all the time right. at the quality control for the podcast. Right. I'm not on the calls, but they're saying, who is smarter? Dan or George, I've been listening to the show nonstop. Love the ads, right. but I'm not, I'm still have not been quite clear on, is it Dan or is it George? Because currently they are tied right. in their smart offs. This is it. This is smart off number three. Yep. This will determine who is the smartest. So what is going to happen here, thinkers? I'm sure you've been listening. I'm sure you already know the rules, but George and I are going to ask each other a series of questions right. to determine who is smarter. To be honest, thinkers, I didn't even want to do this. I didn't even want to do this. I don't even want to do it I either. Because I think the, uh, the answer is obvious. You know, I mean, we, we've had yes. now over 20 episodes of content for you guys, and it should be fairly obvious who is Crystal smarter. Crystal clear. You know, and so Dan, are you ready for your first question? Absolutely. All right, here we go. Dan, what language mm -hmm. has the most words? Um, can you repeat the question? Yes. What language has the most... Hold on, I'm just typing something yeah. here. Hold on. Well, no, hold, hold on. Has... Dan, what do you have your computer out for? What are you doing? Nothing. Are you looking at the answer? Are you looking for the answer? No, 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 no. I was just typing something else. Sorry. I'm going to ask you a different question then because I don't trust you right now. Okay. Yeah, and I want an answer right away so you don't have time. Okay. Okay, here we go. Groups of lions are known as what? Dan, you're typing. You're typing right now. I was typing something else. Uh, wait, a group of a lion? A group of lions? Yeah, like a... Sorry, I just need like to... Like a pack of lions is known as what? It's not a pack. They're called something. Well, you just said a pack, so it's not that. That's true, and maybe that's misleading, but it's a group mm -hmm. of lions. When lions travel together, live together, you know, eat together. Travel? Well, sure, they travel around the savannah. I don't know. They go They go from one place to the other, don't they? But not like a vacation or something. I don't think lions take vacation. I mean, also, why would they? They're in sunny Africa, you know? Right. People go vacation to see them. Exactly. They're a vacation destination. They do not go somewhere. They don't need to go you on. Know? So the answer is no. Well, no, it's not. No vacations. It's not a yes or no question, though. I'm saying, so, okay, that's wrong. Your answer is no, they're not, a group of lines is not referred to as no. So that's, you're wrong. Well, that's not what I was, I don't, you're, you're kind of making the questions because we started talking about vacations. Right. But you brought that up. I just feel like you're, you're kind of avoiding the answer here. You're kind of just trying to like, what are you looking at? 
What? I saw, I'm reading something. Yes, that, I'm just reading all, something. The fact that you haven't found the, if you are looking for the answer and the fact that it, you haven't found it yet shows how dumb you are. Like, this is an easy lookup and you can't even handle that. You don't even know how to use Google properly. Clearly, you're a moron. Okay? You've okay, lost. well, I did find the answer. What is it? Well, it's not even that. It's, for one, there's an article that I found here called Awesome 8 Animal Group Names. It's on National Geographic Kids. Okay. And it's really a glaring of cats. What the fuck are you talking about? Do you know about that? A bloat of hippopotamuses. Okay. It's not the question. A leap of leopards. Great, man. I don't care. Great. What are you reading a kid's article I don't care for either. Right what are you talking about? Because I'm saying I'm fine. I'm using the power of research to find really cool stuff. And all you are obsessed with is finding some answer to a question I don't even remember because we barely were talking about it. All right. Well, that, that, fine. You don't get any points. I don't, whatever, your rant doesn't matter. Fine. I don't need them. Fine. Um, what, how long yeah. in meters? Mm -hmm. It's got to be meters. Sure, of course. How long is an Olympic swimming pool in meters? Okay. Hold on. I'm just getting a text. <clears throat> Who are you typing? No, Can I just, you tell uh, them to just wait? No, it's, a, it's a cult thing. One of my um, devotees is sort of wondering what he should do. What are they the wondering? News. Well, a bunch of wood came in today, and he's like, what am I supposed to build? I don't understand. Um, so sorry. what are you telling him? Wait, so what's the question? What are you telling the cult guy? What are you guys building? Or what are you telling him to do with the wood? Well, I want him to build a, you know, at, at some point, I want him to build me a bed, first of all, because I don't have a place to sleep. But can right. you just, what? what's the question? I don't, I don't, I don't remember know. It's something, question. I just don't. What, what, how many uh, meters is an Olympic something swimming in meters. pool? How many meters are, how many Olympic swimming, swimming pools? No. How long is an Olympic swimming pool in meters? How long? Wait. I think this is, I think Olympic the timer is done. Do we have a timer set? In, in meters? In meters. Olympics. And then you're typing it into the phone. No. It's 164 feet. Okay, so that's wrong. Why? It's 50 meters. Well, because I no, 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 it no. had to be in meters. Okay, Why all, did you first, look no, it up no, no, in no. feet? Okay, that's a pass. That's a that's a mulligan because you Okay. You can't ask me a question. First of all, I was busy texting. Right. After so, I asked the question. Yeah, but that's not my fault. I can control when he texts me. And second of all, you said you can't ask me a question this where is the an answer is in some sort of, you know, measurement that America doesn't use. That's ridiculous. It's feet. Okay. Okay. Fine. And it's a hundred feet or whatever. It's a hundred feet. It's not a hundred. What are you feet. talking about? It's not. First of all, you got the answer, and now you're changing the well, number of I feet. Said, that whatever it is. I said, it doesn't. If if you say the right Fine. answer, I'm saying. But what I'm saying is, this system, our system, is not working. So we need to change the system for the next questions. Those are a wash. Those questions don't Fine. count. Okay. Fine. It's zero zero. But the question is, I get to pick the question that you ask me because that the way, question is, no you get to pick the question that you ask me. That does. What does that even mean? The question. What are you talking? Well, I'm about? saying so my question, even the question, the, the question that I'm going to get, the question that I'm going to receive, so people know that I'm smarter than you. I get to determine the question because when you're determining the question, it comes out too confusing. No one understands what you're talking about. They can't see how smart I am. Thus, what we're going to do here, you're going to ask the question I want you to ask, and then we'll see if I know the answer. Okay, go ahead. What punctuation mark ends an imperative sentence? Um, an exclamation point. Wait, no, so I'm supposed to ask you? Well, no, it's my turn. Okay, so say it again. Well, you already said the answer. Well, then I won. I just what won. I, was supposed to I say. just won. No, 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 because that's not, was not your question. I'm pretty sure you can't answer someone else's question but you, because that was your question you, that you're trying to no, ask but me. That's a con that doesn't make any sense that you're going to give me a question that I'm just going to repeat back to you and you're looking at the answer in front of you on your laptop. I Look, answered man, it I don't correctly. make the rules. You just made that rule. You literally just well, I'm made trying that to rule. Do, I'm trying to make, I'm trying to do something because whatever you're doing is not working. I think what people are hearing 
hearing is that they're seeing Dan is trying to finagle his way into receiving a question that he already knows the answer to, which by the way, Dan, you still have to look up exclamation point. No. All right, here's my question. Answer a question. Go ahead, Dan. Just answer a question. Any question. That's not a question. Give me an answer. Just say a sentence that could be an answer to a question. Go ahead. Now? No, your answer was now. You said now question mark. You can't answer a question by asking a question. That's not, you just lost. You just couldn't even do that. No, you lost. You lost because you couldn't even come up, you couldn't even come up with a proper question. I gave you a layup. I said, fine. You want to win? You want to win? Fine. What? I win? Fine. Great. No. I win. I'm smarter. No. We've a thank you. No, 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 no. It has been I was saying fine. I said, do you want to win? And you said yes. And you took that as me saying that, okay, you can win. I was just taunting you because I know you want to win so bad. But, but then that's you the said sign fine. of kind of a, a not a smart, not so smart being is someone who says, oh, I'll just take the, I'll just take it if someone gives it to me. You just, I just want to move on. Fine. Let's just this move on. This is dumb. This is so stupid. Anyway. Well, guys, we got a great show One of the best. coming up. Speaking of smart people, mm. we've got a really intelligent we do. woman, yes. believe it or not, Big coming surprise. on to the show. Jenna Friedman. Author, comedian, writer. She is a Jack or a Jacqueline of all trades. And uh, we had mm-hmm. a really fun conversation with her. You know, she has more conservative views than I think a lot of people I thought I really she appreciated that. I yes, because I think she's kind of playing a character mm. on the stage. Yes. You know, she's being a liberal person because the audiences, that's what they want. Of course, she's but smart. But deep down, it was nice to get to know her intimately and find out yeah. about her deep, dark, conservative yeah. truths. So to be clear, thinkers, when you see Jenna Friedman out in the world doing stand-up, writing, all that stuff, that's a character. When she's on our podcast, this is her sincere self, okay? Yes. That's how it works, so... I think you're going to like to get to know the real Jennifer. The real Jennifer. I certainly did. Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia Agnello, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with Hacks writer and actor Pat Regan, on how their improv experience helped them when shooting scenes and what it was like writing scripts for specific actors. You'll also hear from crew members like the costume designers on what it was like creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Hear stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and more. Watch Hacks streaming exclusively on Max and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine, hosted by me, Danielle Robay, and me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. Thank you for taking the light, and you're going to shine it all over the world, and it makes me really happy. I never imagined that I would get the chance to carry this honor and help be a part of this legacy. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side. Imagine you ask two people the same exact set of seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver. And this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including actress and star of the mega hit sitcom Friends, Courtney Cox. You can't go around it, so you just go through it. This is a roadblock. It's going to catch you down the road. Go through it. Deal with it. Comedian, writer, and star of the series Catastrophe, Rob Delaney. I shouldn't feel guilty about my son's death. He died of a brain tumor. It's part of what happens when your kid dies. Intellectually, you'll understand that it's not your fault, but you'll still feel guilty. Alt-rock icon, Liz Fair. That personal disaster wrote Guyville. So everything comes out of a dead end. And many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. 
Seven questions, limitless answers. Hey guys, I'm home. Everyone knows that it's dad's job to be a bit of a joker. Sorry I'm late, everyone. There was an accident at the factory. Monty fell into the upholstery machine. Don't worry, though. He's fully recovered. <sighs> Good one, Dad. <sighs> Did you get the pizza for dinner? So he likes to keep everyone happy with some dad jokes. Yep, right here. I had a coupon, and it saved me a lot of... dough. Well, the truth is, Dad is just a fun guy. Hey, I'm not a mushroom. Please stop. Where does he get these stupid jokes from? He listens to the Daily Dad Jokes podcast. Oh, great. More dad jokes for me. We've delivered over 15,000 jokes to over 3 million listeners, and man, the postage fees are killing us. Listen to the Daily Dad Jokes podcast every day on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Jenna Friedman is a comedian, filmmaker, and author. Her writing credits include Borat 2, The Connors on ABC, and The Late Show with David Letterman. And she just released a collection of essays entitled Not Funny, Essays on Life, Comedy, Culture, Etc. Jenna, thank you so much for being on Man Thinkers. Thank you for having me. Well, Jenna, I, I know you recently released this book, and that's really exciting. And congratulations on the release. I, I did want to point something out, though. I mean, the title, it says it's not funny, like right in the title and mm, that seems like a mistake maybe, i'm sure that yeah, was probably like, just an error probably still time to change that if you want because it feels like bad marketing but what do you i don't know yeah maybe you're right i should change it to really funny triggered really funny colon triggered there you oh, go that's great that would triggered. be awesome shooting the wokeness out right. of my asshole there you go that i mean just now boom. it's exciting yeah so really funny colon triggered shooting wokeness out of my asshole i think that's fantastic I think that's kind of what works for me the most yeah. so far if I right. had to choose between the two titles. I okay. don't exactly know the punctuation or how you would show that, but I'm sure you could figure it out. You're an author. Dan wants to be an author. He says he's a writer. I well. was a screenwriter. I never sold anything, mm -hmm. uh, but I do have a lot of scripts and a lot of books. Um, so actually, you know what? How about that? Like, How are you able to get your stuff published by some liberal, probably New York, let's say, Jewish publisher? Homosexuals, yeah. Um, yes. Well, That's what I was going to say. there's this guy... Um, named George and he's a patron of the arts. Um, mm -hmm. His last Soros? name is Soros. Yes, George Soros. A lot of wow. people don't know him. Mm -hmm. He actually paid me to write this like kind of feminist manifesto to poison the minds mm. of the youth. Um, mm. But my sympathies are actually a little more conservative, personally. Really? Well, yeah, he's, you know, I have to say, give credit to George Soros as much as I hate the man for sure. his values. He is so busy and so active, you know, because everyone who works for him seems to have stories about him personally, that he pays protesters, he pays, he pays Antifa. I mean, that mm -hmm. is a big group of people. And now he's paying authors to write books that go against your values. It's smart. And I hate the guy. Well, I mean, I just had to make money. You know, I have a kid now. Right. Um, mm -hmm. And uh, so I just you just sometimes have to do things for money. And I'm, I'm fine. I'm fine to set aside my A morals. working mother, a, though, is that okay? Is that okay with the family? What does your, your strong husband think of that? Doesn't he say just stay home? Yeah, he says just stay home. But, you know, it's cute. It it you know we have a good dynamic look there there's there's a whole precedent of like you know working moms sarah palin 
Right. Mom. True. Diane Conway, working, working mom. mom. Ivanka right. Trump, working, working mom. mom. Uh, Lauren Boeber. Lauren Boeber, working mom. Examples. Does Marjorie Taylor Greene have kids? I would be shocked, I, but um, it's possible. Yeah, I don't know if she could birth them. Yeah, giving the amount of steroids, but that's only because you know she's she chose to be strong, right? And I mm -hmm. think that's an important value to have, and for yeah. our children to be able to see that is that that's right. another mm -hmm. way you can go. You could have children, or you could Hulk out. Those are your only options. <laughs> and <laughs> those are two really good examples for them. And something that you kind of just said earlier, Jenna, about, you know, when your husband tells you to stay home, it's cute. And it's like, I've been saying this. Mm. I've been screaming this. Like when when men tell women how to live their lives, it's cute. Like it's, it's just, just a cute. It's cute. flirty. It's nice. You know, like yeah, at, like Mitch McConnell's like the cutest. Mitch McConnell would smash because he's smash. so cute. And I think I think that is is just if we were to redirect the attention and say, guys, women are getting upset about mansplaining, but if they right. just mm -hmm. thought of it as cute, right, we would yeah. all like it. But honestly, it is cute because it's like you have to live your life this way. That's oh, he that's talks like, like that. a little adorable. Kid. Oh wow. Thank Thank you. Like, I, you yeah, know. Not, my husband doesn't talk like that. He's got a great voice, but I'm okay, just saying, men in general, you have, you can't have a boyfriend. You know, it's cute. Right. It's like, it is. Oh, Thank you. Yeah. You right. do, that's and, actually and a great the, impression of Dan. Dan, you that you sound like that a lot. That, I don't I think it's like supposed on. to be me. I think she's doing like a baby voice to show the cuteness. It's well, not yeah, me. but you're like a weak man. You're like a tiny little. You like it's a not child. a weak man. No, what Jenna right. is saying is that that's actually a strong man. I think what Jenna is saying is that you're a weak boy, but that's okay. Speaking of cute things, you know, you you're you're a mother now. You have a son. And I'm just interested, now that you have brought a, a future man into the world, mm -hmm. has your opinion of men and boys and masculinity changed at all? I mean, I had a really good year growing a little penis inside me, I gotta mm. say. Like, I I sold a stand-up special, I wrote a book. Thank the man, a it helps, see, it helps to have a man involved. It helps to have a man inside you, yeah, right. at any capacity. Um, exactly. Professionally. Yeah. I hope you right. learned a valuable um, lesson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See how much your son is already, of course they would say man, Mansplaining, but see how much he's mansplaining to you already in in a positive way. Having a little penis there, the power, the power of the penis. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I sold the book before I was even pregnant. Yeah, and but, I did sell the stand up special before I was pregnant. Yeah, I, I, those are details. Those are details. Those are minor details. details. But I think just people thinking like that the potential that a penis could grow inside me. I think was probably like, that's the most likable thing a woman can do. It is, right. it is really charming. I love right. the idea of you being pregnant. If you haven't grown your own penis, you can't talk about men. Yeah. So only, yes, only men and- Only women who've had sons. Right. And honestly, even after they've had a son, they sort of lose a little well, bit of power the because penis, the- you know. yeah. The penis yeah, is not the penis theirs has anymore. has to be inside you. You have to be yes. like getting fucked or growing a penis. Right. To have anything to say as a woman. Well, where you have this new book out. First of all, you should tell us about it. What's going on in this book? But also tell us where you can purchase it. Has it been banned from any libraries? If so, let us know which ones so the people in those areas don't waste their time trying to get it. I mean, I don't have any heartfelt stories about, mm. you know, coming to terms with my sexuality as like a young child. Um, mm. So I don't think it will be banned. Okay, smart I mean, marketing. but I do have a, I do have like a 9,000 word chapter on dead baby jokes. And abortion jokes. Abortion wow. jokes. I think I think it's okay to make fun of abortion. I mean, you might think that, but mm. George, do you think that? 
I guess I'd have to hear some think, of the don't jokes. Don't you think it's like disturbing to make fun of abortion? You know, pregnancy is a spiritual experience, you know, and I know a lot about that. I know you've actually been pregnant and I you've haven't, been, but yeah, yeah. I mean, I kind of, I've have in a certain respect. I've You're spiritually wrong, yeah. impregnated myself, you know, before I do ayahuasca every day. I've done that for you three straight years. You know, women who've been pregnant. So exactly. That's, exactly. I don't. Yeah. But George, um, don't. Is yeah. this your stand? Is this your stand-up, George? Like, what? What? No, what, my stand-up's hilarious. Your, like, I haven't like, said anything funny yet, but my stand-up's so funny. <laughs> um, so you know, well, and Jenna like, knows. I've seen Jenna out on the. We've like we've run, you know, we've run into each other. Have uh, you I think seen I opened George for you ever at, the, at, a show? at the Ha Ha Hut one time, Jenna? I don't know if you remember that, yeah. right? Yeah. When, was, uh, when you go to CPAC, there are all these nighttime activities, and there are oh, like little stand-up gigs. Thousand yeah. percent. You've been Speaking there, of, George? Oh yeah, yeah. They yeah. invite me. You know, I'm kind of I'm a People regular. People call them Nazi rallies. You're just yeah. not giving exactly. a straight answer, though. I'm saying you've been there. What was and your question? Yes, they've invited me. Have you? You've been to CPAC and done stand-up there? I've seen it. I've seen it, and so why is that your answer to that question? Media will call them like Nazi rallies, but they're just right. stand-up shows. Exactly. Okay. That, most conservative gatherings are just one big stand-up comedy performance. I mean, that's let's just be honest about that. That's and sort you've of, been there. I've been I've been to the place where it happens, and so seems you know. like it's not at the same time. But I, you know, we don't have well, enough time to to parse through this stuff. So remember yeah. when you were a kid and SNL was so funny, but now it's not funny. What, what changed? We changed as a society. We mm. we let women get on social media. Right. I guess there put was their a time. Opinions out there and right. bum us all out with right. their like. That's an interesting theory. Like hall monitor. Nanny state. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. even though there was never a law or a rule that said women are not allowed on social media, you have to imagine the first people on social media were Mark Zuckerberg and the Winklevoss twins. Three of the so at that everybody time, watching porn and everybody watching right. porn. Right. Right. And so at that time, it was essentially men only. Mm. And that's when it was its best because it's only gotten worse. So you could yeah. technically, there is an argument to be made that social media was its best when it was men only because three men were using it. Right. So I I was, I think I conflated like internet with social media, but what oh, you're internet. saying is like, mm. you're saying like if Facebook was like one of the first social media sites and it was like founded by three alpha males, then it was pure in its pure firm form. But then once women started to have Biblical. a voice, the right. Bible, yeah. once women got on there and started to have a voice and actually broadcast their opinions, they just made everything like completely unfunny and woke. That is a way to look right. at it. You know, we're not saying this and I'm glad you're the one that's bringing this up, but that of is course. a way that you could divide the eras of social media. One, the first few days with only men when it was the best and then afterwards when it seemed to you know kind of tank hacks is back for season three and so is the official hacks podcast in each episode hacks creators lucia and yellow paul w downs and jen statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the emmy winning comedy series You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with Hacks writer and actor Pat Regan, on how their improv experience helped them when shooting scenes and what it was like writing scripts for specific actors. You'll also hear from crew members like the costume designers on what it was like creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Hear stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and more. Watch Hacks streaming exclusively on Max and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine, hosted by me, Danielle Robay, And me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. Thank you for taking the light, and you're going to shine it all over the world, and it makes me really happy. I never imagined that I would get the chance to carry this honor and help be a part of this legacy. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side. 
Imagine you ask two people the same exact set of seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including actress and star of the mega hit sitcom Friends, Courtney Cox. You can't go around it, so you just go through it. This is a roadblock. It's going to catch you down the road. Go through it. Deal with it. Comedian, writer, and star of the series Catastrophe, Rob Delaney. I shouldn't feel guilty about my son's death. He died of a brain tumor. It's part of what happens when your kid dies. Intellectually, you'll understand that it's not your fault, but you'll still feel guilty. Alt-rock icon, Liz Fair. That personal disaster wrote Guyville. So everything comes out of a dead end. And many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. Hey guys, I'm home. Everyone knows that it's dad's job to be a bit of a joker. Sorry I'm late, everyone. There was an accident at the factory. Monty fell into the upholstery machine. Don't worry, though. He's fully recovered. <gasps> Good one, Dad. <sighs> Did you get the pizza for dinner? So he likes to keep everyone happy with some dad jokes. Yep, right here. I had a coupon, and it saved me a lot of... dough. Well, the truth is, Dad is just a fun guy. Hey, I'm not a mushroom. Please stop. Where does he get these stupid jokes from? He listens to the Daily Dad Jokes podcast. Oh, great. More dad jokes for me. We've delivered over 15,000 jokes to over 3 million listeners, and man, the postage fees are killing us. Listen to the Daily Dad Jokes podcast every day on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. As a woman, how terrified are you of trans women assaulting you in public bathrooms? I don't go to the bathroom, so I don't really have any... Smart. That's the smartest thing I've heard. I don't shit. I don't pee and I don't shit. I just, um, you know, I'm like like one of those, like, jumping beans. Um, Right. I just only excrete gas. That's amazing, oh. Jenna, because that feel, I'm a so, big biohacker yeah, uh, personally, mm-hmm. and yeah. I do a lot of yes. different things to kind of enhance my mind and my body, but not pooping is something I never considered, but that makes so much sense because think about how much time you spend on the toilet. That's wasted time where you could be consuming our content, reading conservative news articles. Like, that's so much. I guess you can do that on the toilet, but I, let's just pretend. It's not the same, though. And to me, so, it's also just a waste mm. of a hole, you know, that you've got this whole, you got this whole hole, right. and it's just, it's just a few times a day or a week right. that a poop is coming out like there could be other uses for that oh I thought yeah, you were talking like, about a toilet but okay that too I was talking about a butthole but I think a toilet too is a waste of a hole this is a hole just for one use like that's See, why that's like America's losing that's what a virgin losing. would say you know I right. feel mm, like maybe I feel like yeah I feel like you. there are like lots of uses for holes that Even the toilet hole? Maybe. Because I feel like America's losing the war in toilet holes right now. Is that mm-hmm. we're not using the hole in the way that it could be used. There's multiple uses for holes. So you're saying you so you oh, so you're saying you Male. should like fu- like you wanna you wanna stick your dick in a toilet hole? I'm not saying that personally. I'm saying that there are uses. So yes, okay. Let's just go you ahead and fuck, say yes. You fucked a drain is what you're saying. You fucked a drain. I'm saying that these are holes that can be used in multiple ways, and we're not mm-hmm. doing that. And that is why America is losing to China. I get it. That make that tracks. 
Thank you. You know, Dan, I End I'm of so holes. I think you're making progress because you felt open enough and vulnerable enough to essentially admit that you've been fucking toilet holes, which I'm glad to hear that. Drains. Because drains, pipes, whatever. Slick that, drains. Yeah. That you're a pipeophile. Wow. There we Maybe go. Maybe so. I think, and, I, and I'm sure I'm not the only one. There's always a community out there. So mm-hmm. I'm, I'm sure I'm not the only one. Jenna, why do you think that men are so dominant in the mm-hmm. comedy world? I think you they know? were just and, born that way. I think that there's just a biological mm-hmm. funny bone right. that men have, and it's right behind. Their balls. Yes, the a lot of people don't know about that. There's a bone in the taint. Per- perineum. Right. The perineum. There's a bone above it. And that's where the funny bone is. Yes. Perineum. Funny so bone is a real thing. Biologically, have that. Right, and it's located b- between a man's balls and anus. Is the funny bone, and you need <laughs> the funny sort of uh, skin. Right. Because it's not really it's a, a bone. It's a funny skin, but it is a bone. It's calcified. It's like mm. cal- there's like calcium deposits in the skin that are a bone, and that's the funny bone. Right. That's what I like about see, and, th- and this is what's good about science is one, science proves facts don't care about your feelings. Right. Men have a funny bone. Right. Two, science could kind of be whatever you want. Mm. And as long as you state it as a scientific fact, there is a bone there. It is funny. No, there Only men have study. it. There was it's a true. study in a I'm sure journal. There was a study. It is, yeah. Yes. And, right. it, and it is a bone. And it's as long there. as there's a study in a journal, um, I'm all for it. Jenna, I have a question. You're a hilarious woman, you know, and you're successful. My question is this. I mean, did did you find, I know you're happily married and you have a family, but when you were in the dating scene, like me and Dan are, you know, was being a really funny woman a hindrance? Do you think men were threatened or intimidated by how smart and funny you were? Or do you think that it was something that was a benefit for you? I think they loved it. They they loved it. I, I just slutted it up on my um, comedy bona fides. After every show, there'd be like a bunch of men just wanting to, you know, go down on me. And I just took advantage of them, yeah. Well, hopefully that happens next for all of us. Uh, We wish you uh, great (laughs) success in your book. Really funny, colon, uh, trigger. Shooting the Wokies up through my asshole or something. Was that it? Yeah. Triggered. Fucking the drain. Forward by um, Joe Rogan. Uh, Well, thank you so much, Jenna. And don't forget to keep thinking, okay? Thank you, guys. Just such an intelligent, kind. Wonderful. I mean, what a wonderful woman. I, I, I was really impressed by her. I don't know what it is, but there's mm. something about speaking to conservative people yeah. that's so much better. It really is. Than talking to liberals. And I think it's because they agree with a lot of the things we like right. and say, and they don't argue with us, right. and they don't make us feel frustrated because they won't accept our yeah. points of view, right. you, you know? And so it's, it's just better. And that's why everyone should be conservative because everything would be better. No, I totally agree. And again, Jenna, was that was her sincere yourself, not a character. Yes. And you saw just how much the conversation flows and how fun it is when someone's being their authentic self. And check out Jenna's book, Not Funny, Essays on Life, Comedy, Culture, etc. And check out, she's had shows, she's worked for The Daily Show, she's worked for The Late Show. Uh, She had her own show called Soft Focus with Jenna Friedman. There's just lots of Jenna Friedman content. And know that she, deep down, she's as conservative as you are. Yes, exactly. So you could support her. You could actively support her and not feel disgusting and like deep down you all know that i'm smarter than dan we established that today and mm. you know i just want to say to the thinkers like out there tie. you know we're getting down to the wire here we got one more episode left and and guys that. between now and the next episode you know what to do keep thinking keep thinking hey fam i'm simone voice i'm danielle robay and we're the hosts of the bright side the podcast from hell of sunshine that's guaranteed to light up your day like our recent episode with sisters Regina and Raina King about the why behind their production company, Royal Ties. We have such a huge 
love for storytelling without walls, without barriers. Listen to The Bright Side from Hello Sunshine on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in L.A., and I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives. From Tenderfoot TV, this is To Die For. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, this is Kurt Woodsmith. You remember me from such TV comedies as That 70s Show and That 90s Show on Netflix. I'll never forget the words that my grandfather said just before he kicked the bucket. He said, watch how far I can kick this bucket. People ask me where I get my dad jokes from. I tell them to listen to the Daily Dad Jokes podcast. Listen to Daily Dad Jokes every day on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hello, from Wonder Media Network, I'm Jenny Kaplan, host of Womanica, a daily podcast that introduces you to the fascinating lives of women history has forgotten. We've always been intrigued by stories of disappearances. Whether it's a fraudster from the 17th century who kept evading the authorities, or a novelist who taunted the Nazis and faked her own death, we all want to know, what happened next? To find out, listen to Womanica on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.